Hi, I'm Peter Hostrasser, and I'm here with my son, Hank Hostrasser. And we're going to talk about what? Cars. Father-son car chats. Podcast starts now. Welcome to this episode of... Father-son car chats. Way to be monotone again. Hashtag 13. Uh All right, y'all, before we jump into this podcast today, I want to make sure you guys check out our Facebook page at Father Son Car Chats. That's good. It's very robotic. And we also have an Instagram (laughs) page called Father Son Car Chats. Good job. Yeah. Well done. We got an interesting vehicle today. Hank, tell us about what we're going to learn about today or talk about. Um, The Izetta, most importantly, the BMW Izetta but it was also made under other names before BMW. Um, it's a tiny little bubble car that right. was made in the 50s. Yes. So before Mini and Smart and all those cars, this was, you could call it the original Mini? Well. Yeah, it's not even close. It's weird because you can get in from the front. Yeah. I've actually seen one of these in person before. They're pretty cool. Where'd you see one of these? Um, I forget where, but I think it was... It was a museum. Um, oh. I thought you meant like on the road. No, no. I think I'd be afraid to, to drive one of these things. Yeah. Basically, it looks like, uh, let me see, it looks like a Volkswagen bug from the 70s smashed into a house and then they pinched its butt. Yeah. Yeah, because it's got, it's almost a two or three wheel model, right? It's got two wheels up front. Is it drive up front or does it drive out of the back? I believe it's rear wheel drive. Um, One or two little things back there. Yeah, because the engine is near the rear. God, it's so strange. It's such a strange car. It is. If you ever have a, a shot at looking this thing up, look at this thing. It's it's crazy. I do remember Steve Urkel of Family Matters coming out of one of these um, in mm-hmm. the show. But that's about it. That's, I think, one of the first times I, I saw that, a car like this. So tell us a little bit about this thing. Um. Well, uh, it's, first of all, it's tiny. It's like, I think it's four inches, uh, smaller, um, lengthwise than a Smart 4.2, which is pretty pretty, tiny. Yeah, it's pretty tiny. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's got a front door. Right. Um, with two, uh, a room for two. Uh, these things came with three keys, I believe. One for the engine cover, Mm -hmm. one for the door, and then one for the actual engine. See, this is why I don't understand back in the day. Just make one key. (laughs) Yeah. Because when I was a kid, we had a door key and ignition key. And I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. I don't know. So three keys on one of the smallest cars ever made. So the most keys for a small car. Yes. um, It uh, had... um, a very small motorcycle engine. And the funny thing was, um, in Germany, when BMW made this, you only needed a motorcycle license to drive it. Really? So, you didn't need a full driver's license. Um, hmm. And a lot of people know this by the BMW when they made it. Um, but BMW is not the original creator. Um, it was uh, it, it was actually an Italian car before it made its way to Germany. And... Um, the uh, original um, uh, company was ISO, I think it was, ISO. Mm-hmm. 
Um, in search of the rest of my car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, my dad joked you there. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they actually um, in the early 1950s they started building um, uh, in Italy uh, refrigerators, little motor scooter motor scooters, and little three wheeled things mm -hmm. that would were just used for city. Um, and, uh, in 1952, they came out with the, uh, Isetta, which used one of their, uh, already made motorcycle engines. Can you imagine being in that boardroom? <laughs> you all yeah. like, hey, our, our refrigerators are doing well. <laughs> um, hey, let's make a car that looks like a refrigerator. Because it literally is. You open the front of this thing and yeah. it's like you go in. It's like yeah. an ice box. It except is. the humans go in there. It is. Um, and I think they were thinking that they were going to compete with the um, Fiat 500 and the uh, Mini at the time. Mm -hmm. which Was were there doing, minis back then? Way yes, back in the 50s? There were. Oh. Um, and uh, so, yeah. That, so that was really big in Italy. Um, obviously, Mini was British. But um, small cars were becoming uh, bigger back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I guess they just decided to make it. These things had great gas mileage. They had like 70 to 90 miles per gallon. And that's because they had... What's the CC engine on that thing? Um, we were looking at a... Let's see, 236. 236 CC. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, not, that's very small. It's very small. I don't that's, know, what is it, 125 to get on a highway now? How, you, or yeah, two, something like 250? that. That's, that's 0.2 liters, I think. Hmm. CC. 90 miles to the gallon, though. How that's fast could they go? Um, I'm not sure exactly, but I think it's around 60. Okay. I don't think I'd feel safe going 60 in this car. <laughs> yeah. And I also feel like you could just pick it up and throw it away. Yeah, and the BMW models had um, a little bit more powerful. <clears throat> yeah. They had a 300cc. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but, um, so, uh, so, yeah, um, it was made under a lot of names. Um, they were made in France, Argentina, Brazil, and then Germany. Did Le Car kind of take these, too? Uh, kind of looks sure. French. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, but... Yeah, but... I wouldn't call this a stylish car. No, it was... Yeah, it was more, um... I think it was more just transport. Like, mm -hmm. you buy this for 500 bucks, maybe probably less. Yeah. And it'll get you from point A to point B. I feel like, honestly, a strong wind would blow this thing over. <laughs> depending on how big the person is. How many people did it seat? Was it two? Two. two. Maybe? Um, and two. I don't want to say too comfortably, because... Isn't the uh, steering wheel go straight down into the column, though? Is that, if I yeah, remember it's directly, it's like... it's connected to the door. So when you open the door, the right. steering wheel comes out, too. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, anyway, in um, a 1955, uh, BMW um, decided to make the Isetta their own. Mm -hmm. um, and it went all the way till 1962. So it obviously Pretty sold long, long run. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, the uh, first models generated around 13 horsepower. Ooh, so, solid. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. It is. 
Um, <laughs> but mean, uh, they, they built 161,000 of them. Well, that's because they're so small. So if you average them out to a regular car, you divide that by four. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if you see any of these, a lot more of these in, in, in Europe and, and overseas, because I'm guessing there probably wasn't many pulled over to the United States. Yeah, I don't think so. <clears throat> it would probably be pretty easy to find these, especially in Germany, but also mm. in all the countries they were made. Right. Um, obviously, unless you took really good care of it, it's not probably going to last. When you looked up how much, you, know, you can you can pick one of these up anywhere in a range from, you know, 50 to 60,000 <clears> all the way down to, you know, 15 or so. Yeah, I think it just depends on the model, <clears> the <throat> rarity. Um, and this actually wasn't the smallest car made at the time. Uh, we'll talk about a smaller one. Really? Later. Yeah. What was the smallest one? Just FYI. Uh, the POP 50. Pop? Peel. Oh, peel. Peel P50. Peel P50. We'll yes. have to talk about that some other so, time. Sounds but, like a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Yes. But, uh, so there are a few of these out. Are those uh, being sold uh, in, in the United States? You can find a few? Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny. Um, uh, a couple of these are, be, are being sold by uh, Beverly Hills Car Club. Of course they are, because so, no one else has them. Yeah. It's like a chihuahua for your dog or something. I'm, you know, yeah. who knows? It's like a or car. Or they're probably driving around their mansions, you know, yeah. on their yards. <laughs> yeah, I need a way to get around my two-acre uh, yard, right. so I'm just going to buy an Isaac. I'm going to fire up the 13-horsepower thing over here, <laughs> the refrigerator. Yeah. Uh, is there is there a uh, uh, a one windshield wiper on that thing too? I believe there is. Right. Yes. And were there um, different models? Did they make like convertibles of this, or did they have sunroofs and all that? Um, Obviously, probably didn't have cruise control. Were these <laughs> automatics? What? Tell me a little bit about that. You um, know, compare them to what happened to cars now, right? So automatics yeah. or sticks. It was a uh, manual. Mm -hmm. um, and the funny thing is. Um, your stick shift was not on the right side like it normally would be. It was actually on the left side. Okay. Like right next to the door. So there's a clutch down there and everything? Um, I think there is, yeah. yeah and there was a whole choke and everything. Like you had to you had to do a lot of things to get old cars started. This is how they figured out how to uh, put an auto drive on a lawnmower, huh? <laughs> yeah. I guess. This thing basically is a lawnmower. It's so strange. It's such a strange car, yet I'm sure it's, it was practical. It still is kind of practical if you're in very urban areas, right? It'll fit in small spaces, and you could probably mm -hmm. put it on your back porch and lock it up like a bike. Yeah, and <laughs> in uh, 1956, they actually introduced a model with opening windows where you, where you literally slide Wait, the windows back. Beforehand, you couldn't open the windows? No, it was a bubble. Like, they actually had, like, bubble-shaped glass. Well, I couldn't drive with you in there because you would have gas and then it would stink and I would just roll down the windows and then we couldn't. And you just open the front door. What's the... Well, yeah, while you're driving. <laughs> I don't think so. Although if it's like really hot think, outside or I think something. you can open the roof. Is there air conditioning in this thing? It has a soft top roof and I don't think there is air oh conditioning. Oh my gosh, you couldn't drive this thing in the hot summer. You'd die because the engine would be right inside with you. <laughs> yeah. Were they thinking? Open a window. I guess there just wasn't a lot of room for this thing. So you said this was a four-wheel or a three-wheel car or both? 
Uh, it depends on the model and what was made. Um, some of them were made three-wheel. Um, the, the earlier or the later editions? The earlier ones. Yeah. Um, and the ones that weren't made by BMW. Uh, I don't think BMW ever made a, a three-wheel version. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people think these are three-wheel. Yeah. Because the wheels are so close together in the rear, but there are four wheels. Yeah. The track width is just uh, a lot less than the uh, track width er, in the rear than the mm -hmm. track width in the front. Um, but then they also made um, uh, a little bit later uh, the BMW IZ600, mm -hmm. which was a full-on four-seater car. Yeah. With like four symmetrical wheels mm -hmm. and still the opening front door yeah but also some rear doors and that's crazy interesting yeah. all right well you got to rate this thing now man because this thing's nuts there's nothing else out there that was ever like this car yeah so a zero to 60 rating on the isetta 300 600 doesn't even matter the whole thing the bubble car um hmm Silence. Um, Awkward yeah. silence. Yeah. Um, I guess... I think I had a clown horn. <laughs> All right, I bet, sorry. I bet I, if I had one of these, I'd put a clown totally. horn Totally. Um, I guess... Um, mm, I don't know. I guess a 51. 51. It is very unique. It's very unique. It is rare. I, you never see them in the United States. Who knows about Europe? So if we have any Europe listeners out there, European listeners, hey, man, let us up. T talk to us about this car if you see a bunch of them around. Who knows? Yeah. Um, 51 on the Hank 0 to 60 scale. Not, not a, it's, it is an interesting car. So it, is. it, um, is. it was a good shot at putting a motorcycle together with a car. And seeing what happens and it obviously and great gas well. mileage right better yeah. than uh better than a prius so there you go suck it prius right <laughs> yeah because i know you love the prius so yeah. anyway all right well that does it for this episode of father son car chats until next time guys keep the pedal of the metal we'll talk to you later